it's about that time. In three, <laughs> two, one. You are listening to the podcast, Do You Know the Mob? I'm your co-host, Samuel Braden, and this is... Brandon Ellis. The Milligan boys are back. <laughs> We're talking about the mob. Thank you for listening. As always, uh, please tell your friends and family. We are on all pa- podcast platforms. And a matter of fact, if we aren't, just let us know. That's how guaranteed I am that we are. <laughs> uh, we have a couple of sponsors. Our first sponsor is Business Sense with Brad. It's a podcast by Brad Ward, a.k.a. BS with Brad. Oh, I love that name. That's so, <laughs> so fun. Uh, he talks about different business stories, uh, what's going on in the business realm, what you need to know from cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and everything in between. Uh, so make sure to check that out. Again, it's Business Sense with Brad. AKA BS with Brad. Also, another sponsor, Brandon and I's favorite, not just children's book, favorite book. <laughs> One of the greatest since Dr. Seuss. It's called Mr. Fishigan by Nancy Claire Smith. You can find that on Amazon, Target, or Barnes and Noble website. Uh, make sure to purchase that book and give it a five star review as well. It's a great read for not just your children, but maybe for you. <laughs> All right, let's get into it, Brandon. This one is the top 10 fears in America. What are the top 10 phobias in America? You don't say the phobia. You can, like, say the fear of, okay? So what are some big fears you think Americans have today? I think you're going to do well at this I think I'm. I think I'm going to do much better than the last <laughs> Fear of flying. Okay. Heights. Yep, yep. Spiders. Mm, mm-hmm. Uh, height spider. Now, what's the one for me? Surely you get that one. Oh my god! Oh, you know which one mine is. Why am I blanking right now? <laughs> snakes. Yeah. Oh my I gosh! Come on, Brandon. I don't like snakes. Snakes. I want to say birds. I knew that was wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I have snakes. a friend that's scared of birds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Quite funny. Uh, what are some other fears in the uh, U.S.? I said flying snakes, flying heights, snakes. spiders, and snakes. snakes. Uh, divorce. Oh, okay. Different one. Doubt's on there, but it's a real thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let's see some other fears. Small spaces. Mm, okay. Yep. The dark. Ooh. All right. Um, I doubt they put this, but you never know. Uh, being out in the country at dark at night. Okay. I don't even know what you would call that, but being out in the middle of let's call it nighttime for now. So nighttime? it looks like you've got eight down. So eight two down. more. Two more. Uh, I'm gonna put down in laws. <laughs> <They're a fun> <laughs> <one>. <laughs> that's funny you know you know if you know you know <laughs> and then the last one but not the least uh i'll throw another fun one in the opposite party so the opposite <laughs> governing party of even if these aren't right i think they are right <laughs> so you know you know <laughs> so i actually was giving you a little leeway i have the top 12 in front of me oh you're so and not in any particular order okay uh spiders Okay. Snakes. Mm-hmm. So you got those two. <clears throat> Heights. Got that one. Flying. So you knocked them right out of the bat. Dogs. What? Mm-hmm. Dogs. It's because they jump on you at the park. 
Uh, you know, I, I've met a few people that are just like totally uncomfortable. You, they just didn't grow up with it, I guess. Mm. Uh, Thunder and Lightning, Ooh, I didn't which I feel that. like that would be a fear for dogs more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, injections. Yeah. yeah I, you know how people get shots and don't like, yeah. In this day and age, I get that. Yep. Uh, social anxiety. Oh, yeah. Uh, impossible to escape. So, like, not being able to get out. You so, know? small spaces could count. Yeah, I think that's the same thing. Uh, germs. You got the germaphobes. Oh, I didn't think Yep. That. It's probably gotten higher. Yeah, gosh. Same and then, uh, oh, I have small spaces, so I think that's uh, a little different. Mm, prison. <laughs> and then public speaking. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's one people I forget should. about a lot. That's Was Heights one of those? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. you got you got five of them. Hey, that's five of them, yeah. And honestly, your other five were pretty funny. So, hey, if you'll be wrong, 10 out of 10, as Nick Baylor would say. Uh, if you'll be wrong, go big. <laughs> so, today we're going to continue our New York City uh, Five Families mob. And in order to do that, we're going to be talking about Vito Genovese, mm-hmm. aka the boss of bosses, or one of the boss of bosses. Uh, now, you had you heard of the Genovese family, Brandon? I had briefly, but I didn't know. Of I feel Vito. like they're kind of a famous Italian mafia name, mm-hmm. like mob name. Yeah, I hadn't really. I don't really know many of the members. Yeah, well, Vito's one of the beginning. So, like we explained earlier, when the five families started, Genovese kind of comes in the picture later on from the uh, Joe the Boss Masseria side. Something about them all trying to be the boss. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the boss is like you know. What what would you say the equivalent of being the captain or the uh, the the king or the emperor? It's yes. the boss, the high title. <laughs> so, <clears throat> well, the big cheese, the big cheese. <laughs> Brandon had uh, had a little little captain time. I don't know if it's the same thing as the boss of bosses. <laughs> it was <laughs> more like being told by the boss. <laughs> one step below. <laughs> one step below. So, Vito Genovese. Was born in near Naples in Italy, uh, and he came to New York City when he was only 15 years old. His family settled in Manhattan's Little Italy, of course. Mm. Uh, have you ever been to, like, a uh, small town, like, what do you call it, uh, China or Little Italy or any of those types of places? I've been to Chinatown in Chinatown. New York City. I've mm. never been to Little Italy. I bet there's some good food in those areas. I did. I was there in fifth grade, and I bought a present for my mom that she never wore. Oh, but I bet she appreciated it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what. I did some shot. I never saw it um, So when Genovese was 19 years old, he got his first arrest for illegal gun possession. You know, that's kind of a common one we've been seeing lately. Legal gun possession. <laughs> it hey, starts man. there. <laughs> you got to be able to carry. got to get your permit to carry. <laughs> he was sentenced to one year behind bars, and that's where he befriended Lucky Luciano. Like many of the stories we've seen, you make buddies in jail. <laughs> you know, I guess that's not just a way to stay alive, but a way to continue your crime spree. So mm-hmm. he became Luciano's right hand man after jail, and they rose to the top of the mobster world. More like killed their way to the top. You know what I mean? <laughs> know what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh murder. I hardly know her. <laughs> so Luciano and Genovese were buddy buddies, and they went to work for Guseppe Joe the Boss Messeria. So like I said, he was Joe the Boss. And Joe the Boss was arch-rivals with some gangs, okay? One of them being Salvatore Morazano. We'll have to work on the pronunciation, I guess. This rivalry grew to become the conflict that we knew in 1931 as 
the Costa Melamarese War, named after the the area in Italy they were all from. <laughs> they brought they literally brought it to America. <laughs> so, uh, Joe the Boss hired Vito, okay, um, to be part of a team to, uh, or sorry, to take on their allies and kind of like be a, like kind of fake. But he actually betrayed Joe the Boss. And later on, Genovese was part of a team. So there was a team of guys who killed Joe the Boss in an Italian restaurant, like we mentioned last episode. Brutal <laughs> way to go out. <laughs> I think, like, this is uh, total folklore, but some speculation was, like, he was, like, eating spaghetti and then, like, fell on it. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, let's not be over the top here. But Genovese and Luciano uh, thought that they were now on um, the arch rivals team, okay, because they took out their boss. So Morazano's team. But they were very mistaken. Okay, the two of them uh, had to take out Morazano too. <laughs> so this is where kind of these guys come into play. Lucky Luciano gathered the five crime families, and we talked about his episode. They gathered them in Chicago, and they became the commission of the five families, and that's when they were going to try not to kill each other as much. Mm-hmm. Not saying it necessarily worked, but... So as much. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brandon, your five families are, the and at the time, the Bonanno family... Uh, you have to help me with pronunciation, but you got Gambino, Colombo, Genovese, and Lucis. Okay, mm-hmm. Luciano was the head of the Godfathers, so he was kind of first the boss of bosses. And he made Genovese his number two guy. All right, so Vito's number two, and then in 1931, Genovese's wife died of tuberculosis. Oh, that's yeah, that's a bummer. That was <laughs> kind of common back in the day, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the next year, Vito Genovese killed an associate of his. And took his wife. <laughs> what? I know. Uh, that's hey, the mob life, man. <laughs> Be ready if your uh, if your buddy loses his wife. <laughs> you kill me. In 1936, Lucky Luciano was sent to jail for running the prostitution business. <laughs> so naturally, the number two guy, Vito Genovese, uh, was the acting boss of the crime family for a year, and he was there until he ran off to Italy. Okay, he had to escape back to the motherland. Because he thought he was being pursued for the murder of Ferdinand Bosia. They had a falling out over a rigged card game. <laughs> this guy, I swear. Oh my goodness. So, Genovese was back in Italy, and Frank Costello became the acting leader of the game. Okay? Frank Costello is actually who they made the Godfather after. Like, he was the Godfather guy. So, okay. Kind of fun fact. I mean, all of them could have been, but in theory, he was the guy at the time. Mm. Genevieve still ran the show behind the scenes, of course. He got involved with Italian and Sicilian crimes, became buddies with dictator Bettino Mussolini. But Genovese had grown such power in Italy politics that he granted the okay for the slaughter of newspapers who were anti-Mussolini. So he was actually on Mussolini's side for Oh a my bit. gosh. Yeah. Do you know anything about how Mussolini felt about mobs? Like, did he have kind of a love-hate with them, or what was the deal with that? Well, it's really inter- interesting, Benito Mussolini in general. Uh, fascinating character. You mm-hmm. know, he was actually one of the mentors for Adolf Hitler for a little bit. Yeah, that's right, that's right. But uh, Mussolini himself, um, so most of these... Italian mobsters we talk about are from like Sicily originally mm-hmm. or had ties back there. And Sicily, if you look at Italy, is like at the bottom of the boot in the bottom left. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it become kind of a haven for what we would call the Sicilian mob. Okay. Um, and, Just as much crime going over across the pond. Oh, yeah. And so, <laughs> exactly. And so, 
the mobsters there had kind of gotten into it with Mussolini a little bit, um, and they mm-hmm. kind of had ran their own show. Mussolini didn't like that, and so he kind of got into a war with them for a long time, mm-hmm. um, and that's what drove a lot of those guys out of the United States. Uh, and Vito, it's really interesting that he got in well with uh, Mussolini for a while because, well, eventually that would turn a little bit, which I'm sure we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so eventually Genovese was arrested in Italy for stolen U.S. military possession. <laughs> and then they sent him to the U.S. to be tried for the guy's murder they talked about with the rigged card game. Mm. <laughs> Can't let that go unnoticed. <laughs> the FBI had gained the cooperation of Ernest the Hawk and two actual witnesses. Mm. The two witnesses were killed before they could speak at trial. I'm sure it was just a coincidence. Coincidence. (laughs) So isn't that crazy the mob had that much power? Mm -hmm. Genovese was eventually released, and he had uh, Ernest the Hawk Rupolo murdered as well because he was going to testify so yeah i mean talk about not being able to put these guys behind bars impossible when you got witnesses getting killed (laughs) no one wants to speak up right genevieve's continued his murder hiring he actually tried to have frank costello killed the guy who he had you know took over him while he was gone but it failed costello wisely retired early (laughs) forced into early retirement as we say it's a little different than the uh Early retirement we see these days. <laughs> um, Vito then wanted famous Albert Antasia gone as well. Apparently, Antasia was at a barber shop about to get a clean shave when he was executed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have you ever thought, you know, when you go get a nice haircut, Brandon, oh, you know, this could be the last thing I. <laughs> no. Sitting in this chair. I'm... You do kind of feel a little trapped, you know? Yeah, dude, <laughs> but I'm not important enough to actually want to kill, so. That's fair, too, yeah. Don't you go to a nice place to get your haircut? I do. I, mm-hmm. I I assume I'll go bald one day, so I go. Might as well enjoy it while you can. Enjoy yeah. the hair while you got it. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, Genevieve was trying to be the top guy. You know, trying to force guys in retirement or just like take them out completely. Uh, so he was called to a meeting in Appalachian, New York. Okay, Appalachian, New York, for all the top mafia godfathers. It was an epic failure. The police raided the place, and 60 mobsters were arrested. Oh, my gosh. Talk about a real raid. Don't ever meet again. (laughs) The convicted Vito Genovese for narcotic trafficking is what he was caught for. You know these guys. Sometimes it's tax evasion or who knows, whatever they get, prostitution. So he was sentenced to 15 years in 1959. Three years later, though, during Valentine's Day, he died of a heart attack. In a Missouri prison. What? <laughs> I know. Very interesting. <laughs> we wanted to get this right before, you know. Uh, yeah, around around Valentine's Day. The Genovese family is still a mobster family today in New York City, where they are supposedly involved with Wall Street and the internet. What? <laughs> Scary combination. <laughs> I think that kind of goes to show you the mob has changed over time. They adapt. And that's why, to answer your question earlier, Brandon, why or how those mobster families are still around today. So... That's crazy. You want to think that? I know, right? Uh, folks, thanks for joining us as always of the Mobcast of the podcast. Do you know the mob? And we appreciate a subscribe, a good review, five stars, anything to to keep our platform going. So we appreciate it. Have a good one.